right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline Only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. In investing, is it a sin? You is know, it fake. It's not necessarily a sin, but it is fake, and I'll tell you why. I want to do a plug right here off the bat. Early in the episode, Whitney Webb's two-volume book finally came out end of last month. I finally started reading it, and apparently, there's a positive correlation in the value of the global drug trade and the New York Stock Exchange. Investing is fake because it's all being driven by cleaning cocaine and opium money. Huh. Yeah, that makes It's sense. all drugs? It is all drugs. All value all the in the stock market is being driven by drugs. Huh. And not Wait, in the but- base libertarian way, in the secretly subverting the third world to maintain the Anglo Empire. Where's the money? Where's the value coming from, though? It's being extorted from users and Johns and dipshits yeah, and midwits. There's got to be okay. there's got to be like a bunch of those correlations, like between you know the New York Stock Exchange and then the the price or performance of X. And I'm sure, I mean, that's that's probably a rabbit hole that we could dig into, like t- take maybe like ten minutes to dig into and have our mind blown even more. Then, well, what am then I the Googling? price of opium. <laughs> it all depends the, what I'm Googling. The yeah. drug money goes to tax haven bank accounts. The tax haven bank accounts pump the money into funny money financial stocks, which yep. launder it back into the traditional economy through C-suites and corporate boardrooms. It's that simple. And yep. like, what is, but, and like, and, and, what are they? Are they just running a? Is, are they running a bunch of experiments to find out how to make the mostest money? Well, the like how does any? How does a corporation do anything? After that, it's just middlemen grifters. Well, do many corporations actually? Yeah, but what about do the anything? rest of the economy, which is mostly like fake service jobs? Do you mean like the the end user corporation or like the investor no, I mean like, corporations? No, I mean like if all the money is coming from all right, if all the money, the value is being extracted by third from third worlders, the middle class, and so on. It's being extracted, mm-hmm. at, and dr- through with drugs. Mm-hmm. Then what? What? And and used to for in funny money experiments and stuff like that, like. Are they just funneling money into shitty jobs? Like, um, you know what I mean? Like, where's the, yeah, what are yeah, people it gets, doing? It gets washed through corporate America, paid out into these fake job salaries, who then spend it back into the real economy. On drugs. Which is drugs. Or McDonald's, or, you know, high fructose corn syrup. Right. Or a new window. Well, I will tell you, a lot of these fake jobs, a lot of the people on them do drugs. 
Now, do you, by do drugs, you, you mean like running the gam, gamut I assume from, we mean pharmaceuticals, right? Yeah, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, I mean literally anything, whatever. you know, heroin, pills, Adderall, whatever you want it to mean. Mm-hmm. A lot of fake job people are on drugs. You have these, there's a, a fake job economy. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. whatever those ESG, fake, DEI. whatever those, whatever those fake jobs are. I don't know if it's all ESG. I think there is I think money moves a lot faster than people do. Yeah. I just I and I think uh it's amazing that could we fellas do we have a theory on how large corporations can even exist? Because it seems very difficult for there for over 70 people to coordinate anything. Unless you have a really strict and rigid hierarchy, which yeah. from the from what I understand at Google, what's going on there? Because I, from what I understand, there's no hierarchy at all, except the guys at the very top, which isn't yeah, really a hierarchy because there needs to be people who tell other people what to do. Can't all be one guy. You're saying everything is horizontal and not like everybody like you have a hierarchy within respective verticals. All these funny, all these funny, hilarious companies. Yeah, that may no, or may not provide a service. I so think the easy answer my... is just that they're lying and that they are hierarchical. You know, there's no such thing as a not hierarchy in business. So my my cynical right wing take would be, you know, the average Fortune 500 company is made up of different verticals. So let's yeah. take my let's take my job for example. I am in charge yeah. of the facilities property management vertical. Right. And within that vertical, I, I'm at the top, and then hopefully someday I'll have people under me. That, that would be the hierarchy. However, when you get into Man, what I believe... can't wait for that, can you? I can't <laughs> wait to have some um, board Like I said, I want, I, like, I've been wanting to end my life this past two fucking weeks. Professionally, you could, personally... You could, you could force three or four people to watch you kill yourself. I probably could, Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What and, and leave an indelible mark on. on <laughs> you can leave a, a mark that will never be forgotten on four pe- four American citizens. <laughs> you know what? That's just the kind or, of or more or more, depending how how large the explosion is. If, if, <laughs> 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 uh, we should edit that out. <laughs> I went on um, Ace and Dean's podcast two days ago. Oh yeah. This is a big spoiler. And I and I channeled energy, dude. I yeah. uh, I went on their podcast and I and I, I went under the moniker MAGA Unit One One One, and yeah. I <laughs> and for like an hour and thirty minutes. And they thought I was gonna break the bit after the podcast. You know, because I was waiting for the bit to end and it never did. And for an hour and thirty minutes, Damn I got right. to to be a MAGA guy. Yep. It was really fun, man. It was just full really on Chud Max. Huh? It doesn't take pre- no. It, this is what people have asked me. A lot of people because we have mel- probably we're working on mil- a million listeners. Probably in my yeah. we have a lot of listeners and a lot of and I get a lot of emails and they and a lot of people are asking me like, are you uh, one of the world's greatest actors or or are you a performance <laughs> artist of, of the highest caliber or what are you? And I, what people don't understand is I, I am MAGA, 
right? Like mm-hmm. I am I am all in on MAGA. Okay. Yep. And now now does that mean you know what my opinions are on things? No. Yes. No. Oh. No. The answer is Aaron <laughs> is no, because I've separated what I believe as a human being from who I am as a human being. I've separated my identity <laughs> from yes. my soul. I think okay. I think we talked about this. Like I am a different person if I'm in a conversation with Paz about religion, I have a completely different value set, preference set. Um, I'm just a different person, and like I become, I become like religious Aaron. And then when we transition to a talk about politics, what the or fuck is wrong with us, man? What are we saying? We're so. We're like, are you we're guys saying you just we're gender fluid, dude? Are you yeah. dissociating? Is that what this is? That it I'm, could very well be. Aaron is saying it that way, and I'm thinking my greatest joy in life. You know, I think I was related to a Greek god or two at one point, some ancient <laughs> fabled ancestor. Yep. And my 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 whole I I get a real kick out of being the bit. You yeah. know what I mean? God, I get actor. a I get a thrill. Well, you know what? It it doesn't feel like I'm acting. I'll turn that switch on, and by God, well, that's that's but what that's exactly what say. those they people become mean. the character, and they right. they lose they lose their real selves, and completely become the character that they're playing because they're just so. It's like they know them like like the back of their hand. Is this a mental disorder, or what are you trying to say? Because of, this is a job. I think if you could leverage it into more listeners and more money, then it is what it needs to be. Well, it doesn't have to be a mental disorder, but do you remember all the on-set stories about Jared Leto being the gangster Joker? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. What? Well, th- there were all sorts of crazy set stories about him harassing co-stars because he was so into the Joker persona <laughs> that he forgot he wasn't the Joker. And now, Christian obviously, Bale's there's probably... that actor that, like, goes in fucking sane. I liked Christian Bale when he broke character. Yep. I like him when he's just shitting on people. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I'm a little confused, but I'm I'm gonna okay, fine. Is it a muse? Is it a muse? Is that what it is? I don't think so. I think you no? I think it's pauses on the right track, I think, is that it's a yeah. dis- dissociative disorder. <laughs> that that happens to work really well in a podcast. For the podcast format. Yeah. yeah it's good for the show. So we're really, that means we're super invested in making sure that this, as an economic industry, continues podcasting. We're really, Mm -hmm. we're all banked in. So like, then let me ask you a question. What are you doing for podcasting? Me personally? I haven't done, like, as far as Boys (laughs) Town with Aaron, I haven't done a goddamn thing. Well, I mean podcasting the entity. Oh. What have you oh. done to feed the egregore is what he's uh, asking. Yeah. How, how are you hyping our industry? I mean, in the this context is another board meeting, by the way, we're back in, a, we're back in the board meeting for the third week in a row. I know. This, I was going to say, like, is this another company fucking time. performance review? <laughs> <laughs> they, boy, they were unhappy. They yeah. are. The listeners are very unhappy. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't either. I thought Noam Child you know was rightly censured. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking this company down. We're taking the company down. 
Yeah. Yeah, they could fucking stack up outside the door. They started <laughs> hating fine. at me because they started hating at me because Carr didn't send me an episode link on time. <laughs> <laughs> and they well, all started that, that blaming might me. Possibly be my fault because every DM I get with a suggestion, I just refer them to you. Oh I'm yes, like, oh, you man. do. I was like, yeah, I'm always like, yeah, I, I, I'm not really a part of that decision making process, but you know who would really, you, you know who you could take that directly to is Bird. <laughs> Or car. <laughs> wow. That's, yep. you know, I have a whole operation to run here. I don't need to be funneling the, the questions. And by the way, the most aggressive actors don't ask me any questions. They just tell you. They just do. They, yeah, they say. They tell. Mm. They demand. You know, isn't this why we got the elf in the first place to handle the public relations? Yeah, I know. I'm really doing the elf's job. The elf, the elf is unpaid, so you can only expect so much. That's oh, fair. is that why we can only expect so much? Because she's yeah. unpaid. Yeah. Did you hear that? Did you hear that Joe Biden? All right, so Biden did the thing with the raising taxes over um, a certain in- income. Like yeah. I think it was four hundred thousand family mm-hmm. or four hundred grand household. Did, did you know that he said? He there in his message. He implied that that was like an average. Yes, he implied that that was like if you're making under this, you're just a middle class American. Yeah, yeah, and I was extremely triggered. Like I always and I, I, discussions. I, I, it it made me feel poor as fuck. Yeah, even even with how high the cost of living is around, like where I live. 400 household income is still, I mean, that's, that's well, I mean, it's on the cusp of upper middle to like upper class. Yeah. It's, it's living easier than what the middle, like that. Yeah. So then I was thinking, are they trying to eat the middle class? Are they trying to make it so large. It doesn't exist. I haven't heard this theory before that they, that instead of making everybody lower class, they're trying to make the middle class seem bigger by including those that group in the middle class. This war is over the middle class. It always is. It's a very powerful So what someone pointed out to me that, that may use, be interesting and relevant to this conversation is that 400,000 is roughly what two married journalists in good DC gigs would expect to make. So I think that number was about oh. media manipulation through making journalists feel middle class and helping them continue to hide their cultural elite status in the current paradigm. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I'm I'm thinking about it like for for me and I probably have like probably 10 or 15 years if I continue down my career before I make let's say 200k a year. Okay. Um Okay. My they put you my fiance, who's a nurse, probably has again ten or fifteen years, assuming she gets her masters, before she can look at two hundred k. Like that's that's some like Gen X boomer shit that like living on a cul de sac with a four bedroom, three bathroom colonial. Will we ever be rid of the gra- the iron grasp of the boomer? They need to die off, 
And, it's and a, to be honest, Gen X needs to die off too because well, they're Gen X, fucking Gen X is the boomers now. Mm-hmm. There's no yep. functional distinction between them anymore. They are a continuance of that same plague, pretending they're not. Yeah, entity. That's entity the real problem. Glommed onto another group. Yeah, I think the like the cost to us, the millennials, like the overall the burden that that we're that we're put under. Uh, Gen X is going to be there, but boomers are still just siphoning off, you know, everything that we have, like just parasites still in terms of like, you know, the healthcare costs, pensions, fucking whatever. Like they are just, they are still, I think the biggest parasite with Gen X going to be a smaller parasite, but like they're coming up. Can we even just talk about the concept of a pension for a second? Because (laughs) even that as an idea is literally alien to me and Mm -hmm. almost everyone that I know. And yet I've got, I've got a part-time coworker, right? Who is collecting three different pensions and he's still working so that he can afford Mm -hmm. truck payments because he went out and bought a new truck literally just the other day. Yeah. Yep. I'm not going to tell you how old he is, know. but he's a literal baby boomer. Some yeah, people ha- some people know how to game the system. Yep, but yeah, well. the idea of pensions is going to be—I mean, they're 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 mostly already gone. I think a couple of union gigs. That's that's yeah. why we haven't promised them. Mm-hmm. We haven't promised yeah. them here at the company. We uh, nope, no, no, no. Nope. We'll give you we'll give you a four hundred one k, and we're not going to match your contributions. <laughs> it's a zero. It's a zero percent match. Four hundred one k. My company okay. literally has a zero percent match. I don't in even fact, bother. In fact, it's a it's a point five percent payment. In fact, to submit the number, we get five. What I'm saying is, we get five percent of the money you you put in. Yeah, I get I get zero benefits that aren't mandated by the state of Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> The state Zero. really works. The state really protects us from the capitalist bastards, right? Yeah. In fact, I just <laughs> signed up for health insurance uh, like last week, and I was really <laughs> rolling around in my head if I wanted to do that. <laughs> the guy, the health insurance guy comes up to the door and he goes, looks at you and he goes, no, no, <laughs> no. Well, we Massachusetts has a state level individual mandate, so it's like a. Three hundred. Oh, is that like if bracket. you're? They can't say no to you. Well, they can't say no, but I don't qualify for like any type of Medicare or anything, so oh I God. I have to pay basically full price on an individual plan, and it's like you know. What's it? I guess looking at you, right? You didn't have to get a analysis nah. done about how nope. unhealthy you are. That's nah. humiliating. Yeah, no, nah, that's a it's, humiliating yeah, thing. One size fits like all. A, a P test. Okay, well that's good. You know, yeah. Like they, at least they ask, you have do you your have health. Any pre-existing then. conditions? No. Okay. <laughs> Was that honest? Do you have none? No, not that I know of. <laughs> My dick's too. I big. also haven't seen a doctor in like four years, so <laughs> I who knows? know, dude. Only four? I haven't seen one in nine. Get <laughs> yeah. on my level, man. Well, I don't know if you'd call the people that I that I was mandated to go to in the Navy doctors, but no, I sure wouldn't. <laughs> it was a medical institution of sorts. <laughs> Man. All right. Let me get some, some news points out here. 
Mm. We got some interesting stuff going on, fellas. Um, did you, first of all, did the ACEAN conference just occurred. It's a big international conference. Uh, did you see um, the Chad Justin Trudeau standing over the manlet G? Did you see this? No. Oh, no, wow. That, that I didn't see that blood, image. Dude, he's losing. He's losing. Our guy is losing. In the man contest, he was very grandpa. He's like a grandpa. You know what I mean? Hmm. He and got Justin Trudeau, pretty hard. Dude, and Trudeau is like stepping towards him and like, no, we're going to do what we got to do. And and the 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 wind windy G windy uh, is is like in the he's like wavering and like hmm. uh, oh okay uh, fine uh, just absolutely dogged by the no. Chad bo- body morpher Justin Trudeau yeah he's channeling his father's energy. <laughs> I didn't think that I would I would see this, but you know, you'd think Things in a physical are... in a physical fight, Justin Trudeau can obviously overpower the chairman G. Yeah, things are things are just so fucked in the world. Well, right are now. we sure about that? Because I feel like the honorable chairman's the type of dude who would whip out a shiv. Let's uh, no. Let's be real about this. Let's assume. Present conditions, no weapons. Justin Trudeau, or Ma- or Mao Zedong, <laughs> whatever his name is, whatever the guy's name. <laughs> Xi Jinping. Is. Yeah, whatever. That one. <laughs> that'd be a good fight. It would be a. That'd be a fucking slugfest, dude. Yeah, that'd be a good fight. I feel like it'd be over Slam. pretty quick. I mean, I think the one thing in Jinping's favor is. I just really feel in my bones like he's the type of dude who keeps his own knife on him. I don't know okay. why I think that, but I do. Yeah. I get that impression. He does he get he does give off like supervillain at the end of the movie who who the superhero thinks is disarmed, stabs him. Mm-hmm. He gives off that kind of fighting energy. Like just I, when you I think really you have think him. So, yeah. Yeah. Just when you think I you think have he has him, a girl out. in his pocket. Yeah, you think he's do you think Xi Jinping has personally strangled a man to death? I think that's how you get to be the chairman of the Communist they Party. May, they make you off somebody? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't even think he needs to be made to. You think he's just that that guy? I think he's that fucking Chad. Now, he Dude, might have had a slip-up this you know in this ASEAN meeting, but I think uh, overall... It was a, it was a slip-up of disposition. Mm-hmm. For sure. Because at the end of the day, uh, Biden and Justin Trudeau both had to wear the, the, the fucking garment, whatever it is, the yes. Hillary Clinton shirt. Dude, well, at, did at you the see they had the Mao Zedong drip? Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I'm dude. saying. Very impressive. I don't think that would have been their choice to wear that. I think she no. was like, you're wearing this. That's right. But Put if I'm G, on, bitch. but if I'm G, and I've been 5'6 for my whole life. And if I'm Xi, who's got to be 5'4", I mean, in that, you know, he didn't look very large. You got to, Justin Trudeau, he, he puts his hands together in the diamond pattern over his chest, and he's, like, standing over me. I'm like, like, back yeah. up. 
Like I'm a, I'm mm-hmm. a, I will, I will blow your whole country up, back up, break up, break you over my knee like Bane, you fucking skinny, <laughs> skinny little cosplayer. Back up. Yep. Back the will up. Of the Chinese and... people is inherent in G. So yes. G doesn't have to necessarily be the toughest guy in the room. But wow. the will of the Chinese people is the <laughs> will of the world in the future. I think you got to be a fucking psycho, dude. Mm-hmm. I think the guys who get respect are guys like uh, Kim Jong-un. Yep. Like that little guy gets respect from the type of people like Justin Trudeau. Like just yeah. a mad maniac who says crazy things. Gaddafi was skating on it for a little while. And then you yep. have like the Venezuelan regimes that are they're maniacs, those guys. If you ever listen to them talk, and they get and they and they're despised by America. But yeah. these guys get respect. You know, they are there's there's a lot of respect. And when you're like being doing what she was doing, where you're like, okay, but let's just let's just talk this out, brother. Like, I'm telling you, if I was G, there would be no there would be I would be like, all right. First of all, learn Mandarin and then come back to me. No talking. Yep. yep. Speak to <laughs> me in the my language. language. Of the future. <laughs> Speak to me in my language because I got a my translator. If you'll notice, he's Mandarin as well. He's Chinese. I'm bringing my translator to you, motherfucker. Mandarin is the lingua franca of the East. Come to mm-hmm. us with your guy, your translator. Yeah. Come to us. Yeah, that is an interesting point about the power it, dynamics. It's, this is no good if you're if and I'm a G guy. I you know yeah. if G you know I'm I'm G- firmly I'm firmly wedded to the belief that this is a Chinese century, and that oh, what yeah. you're describing oh, yeah. to me is not a good start. No, and I'm like I'm an American, right? So I hope America does well. But listen, I'm a meteorologist with this shit. I'm just telling you what's happening, what's coming. Mm-hmm. I can't control the hurricane. It's just gonna happen, and that's how it's gonna be. That's uh, anyway. I so G. My suggestion. I know you got guys listening. Mm-hmm. My suggestion. If that if that lanky, uh, Canadian faggot, as they call them, steps up on you again, back his ass off. He'll he'll give. He'll give. Yeah. Yep. And if he doesn't set give, that standard before the cameras start rolling. If he doesn't, if you yeah, get dude, that's so true. Of me, I will have one of my generals break your fucking neck. I yeah. might not because I'm above that, but my generals yeah. will. Yeah, sir. And you threaten the guy. What are they going to do? Arrest you? You're ch- yeah. the Chinese. You're a monarch. You're the you're dude who disappeared. The head of Interpol. There's no cop that can touch you. Doesn't have to be like even an aggressive conversation. Just a matter of fact, like, hey. This is what the Saudis get right, you know? Oh, yeah. Yep. The Saudis don't let these fucking Americans talk down to them. Fuck no. You see that letter no. that the that the crown oh, prince yes. sent to Joe Biden? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. I did. Let's read that, actually. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> crown prince letter to Joe Biden. Let's read that. And listen, I'm not... These are... Can we just say... These are bad guys. Okay, we're talking about bad guys and worse guys. Okay, there's nothing yeah. there's nothing bad good guys about that any of these guys. Slay pussy. <laughs> 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 I 
I can't find it. Aaron, can you summarize what he wrote? Uh, yeah, he basically, um, so Joe Biden was trying to get him to, uh, give us some relief on the price of a barrel of oil. And, uh, the crown prince basically wrote back, like, I would love to, but here's why we're not going to do that. A, B, C, D. And like, basically just told it to him straight, was very frank with him that, uh, you know, they're, they don't operate at the behest of some, at, of some fucking oligarch. Like they are a neutral and um, mercantile organization. We're losing our sovereignty, boys. Great. Did we ever have our sovereignty oh. to begin with? <laughs> we did. We when yeah, when, you know when we had our sovereignty? When the Europeans had to beg us, mm-hmm. beg us to pay for the damages of World War II. They had to cry and beg, and we owned them for half a century. Now they're starting to get wily and well, break away with this on. world economic now, forum shit. Hold on. Before we accept that as true, I just want to point out that there's a relatively well-developed theory in conspiracy culture that would seem to indicate that we were never actually the top dog, but rather just an agent of the British crown. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> well, we've been over this sovereign citizen material before. And while their legal theory is distinctly lacking, their understanding of power dynamics is pretty spot on. I'm just saying. All right. Well, we can blame the king and the queen also. I'm just fine. Thank you. That's all. There's a lot of back. That's fine. I know you're. I know you. Pause. If I know anything about you, you're a guy who hates monarchs. A true monarch hater. Get that robe off. What else we got here? Uh, oh, yeah. I wanted to... This was very interesting. The Lyon Martin Community Health Transgender District Center came out with a document. Um, this, this, it, this is very fascinating to me. It's a, a, a... You get a lot of money if you're homeless. If you're trans. Okay. Mm. And they, they ask you to put in all the information, and then they go down with the pronouns, and there's all the pronouns you can imagine. And then there's, <laughs> and then there's the gender identity checklist. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but mm. the gender identity checklist is three pages long. Twelve font of identities you can check. Single space. You're not kidding. I'm Is this at that it. thing we were talking about in the group chat, Bird? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So, like, I'll give me give you like some. Like the whole thing with, like, masculine of center and whatnot? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Gender outlaw. And That's a good one. one of them is just literally faggot. No. Yeah. Matt Walsh no. posted something about that. I don't know if I don't know if it was, like, a fake edit or if they actually did that. Uh, actually, I don't no, see, Tucker said. Tucker, I don't see faggot in Tucker. here. They, well, you know, he's a very reliable source. He's a very reliable. Well, it's not in this doc. Wait. Mm-hmm. Look, look again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's here. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is fascinating. I'm doing some research here. Check this out. Your gender identity, you can be a T-girl. You can be xenogendered. Somebody looked that one up. 
You can be Nutois. I'm on it. Nutois. Polygendered. You got a lot of options. You got a lot of things that aren't in English. Probably other expressions. And then it, there's a separate section called sexual orientation. And faggot is right there. It's above gay and, uh, and below dyke. If that gives you any idea of where... <laughs> I, I don't where think in, those are necessarily power ranked or anything. <laughs> well, I don't know. Because listen. Aromantic. Asexual. BDSM. Bisexual, demisexual, dyke, faggot, gay, lesbian, non-monogamous. You don't think those are power rankings? I think so. Yeah, maybe. I didn't think they were power rankings, but if you're sure, I trust you to know more uh, about them. You want to know what the aromantic xenogender is? Yeah, let's hear it. All right, according to the LGBTQIA plus wiki... Xenogender is defined as a gender that cannot be contained by human understandings of gender. <laughs> Let's More go. concerned with crafting other methods of gender categorization <laughs> and hierarchy, such as uh, those relating to animals, plants, uh-huh. or other creatures slash things. Okay. Mm. Hey, mm. this is interesting. There's a question on here that says, are you a migrant worker? You can only answer yes or no. You can't decline to answer. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's <laughs> fine. I'm not. You, listen, we're not here to mock this stuff. This is great content. Absolutely not. Yes. This is great content for the show. Great for the show. They're really great for the show. Like, I, I, they wrote it for me. They wrote it all out <laughs> for me. Very easily done. Um, what else do we got here? Let's see what, what else do you, we have. Do you have anything about the uh, the World Cup in Qatar? I heard Argentina got abused. That's yeah. what I heard. I heard Argentina got abused. My homeland. Mm-hmm. My my fatherland. That was, by the, that was by the Saudis, wasn't it? Yeah, they whipped them. Dude, I'm, these Saudis are really... Aren't they getting ballsy? Yeah, this, is, this might be the Saudi century. So, did we beat Wales or not? Is that a more relevant question? That's who U.S. was playing, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Beat from me, dude. I don't. I don't follow it. I just. Fo- I literally. I. I pick up. The, the answer the, is the... yes, and we tied at one. Oh. Huh. So whatever okay. that means. Well, listen. Yeah, that it does feel in a lot of ways like we're tied to Saudi Arabia. No, mm. we're tied to Wales. Oh, Wales. <laughs> Ugh. What do they do? They don't do anything. Well, they're the Appalachian Hill people of the United Kingdom. Oh. If that gives you. I thought that was the Scotch. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> did uh? Did you guys see the sixty-seven pound goldfish that broke a world record? No. <laughs> yes. No, I didn't. Dude, dude you gotta yep. check no, this no fucking thing out. Go ahead and Google. Go. Yeah, you know he was. Go ahead and Google a pause. 67 pound goldfish and take a look at this thing this creature so here's the deal with holy moly isn't that thing beautiful is that the word we're using for it and that thing isn't that thing isn't that thing a wonder of nature (laughs) 
<laughs> he's fat, dude. It's a, it's a wondrous something. <laughs> yeah, he's fat. How much of that is... 67 pounds is microplastics? Oh, jeez, you're so right, dude. No, I mean, I... like, look at the actual gut on it. It's I got know, the American diet gut. He's full, right. He looks like he's about 30 pounds heavier than he should be. And knowing it's goldfish, beautiful. there was probably zero other fish in that body of water. Because once they get in somewhere, they kill every fucking other species. Well, here's the thing. Unfortunately, I hate to break it to you. It's not actually a goldfish. Oh. But, but it's a, it's a, first of all, the creature in question was caught by Andy Hackett, 42 year old resident of uh, the UK. He mm-hmm. caught it in Champagne, France. This is a French okay. fish. It, uh, it's at one of the world's premier carp fisheries. Uh, he caught it, and they nicknamed it the carrot. So they were trying to catch the carrot for a long time. It's they, like trying to catch the oh, carrot. Oh, it's for, like a for, local legend fish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were trying to catch the carrot for a while. They knew he existed for a while. Hard to find. He's a... Hmm. He's a, he is a bit of a freak of nature still. He's a hybrid species between a uh, two types of carp, which is huh. why he looks like a carp. One of them is a koi. They're both like uh, decorative fish, basically. Yeah. Um, and the carrot weighs 67 pounds. 67 pounds. And it eluded capture since up until this month. Wow. Up until this month. Took 25 minutes to reel him in. He's 30 pounds heavier than the previous world's largest goldfish, which when hmm. I say goldfish in that instance, uh, it, it's, it is, in fact, uh, another one of these carp fish. Um, I just I wonder if the domestic goldfish is a type of carp. Um, but yeah, this is the this is like twice as large as the last largest. So this guy is king of the week, fellas. Yeah. Absolutely. For King of the Week. When you fucking land, when you land a fish that's known like in your locality, like a fish, then yeah, you're, you're King of the Week. No problem. No problem at all. Um, I don't think we, uh, we lost Arizona, Aaron. I hate to say this. Hold on. Is that official? That's. No, <laughs> they cheat. Yes, they're not still. They're <laughs> not. Are you yes. sure they're not still counting? They were haven't been counting for days. Yeah. <laughs> they called it at like sixty percent of like the actual votes being counted. Or I should say the ballots, not the votes. No, what, what I'm, I'm saying the is the difference between votes and ballots. This this cycle. <laughs> what yes. what I'm saying is, I very distinctly remember hearing the media call it, and I never heard anything from the state itself. Is all I'm saying. They're still suing. Well, they're not going to announce it until the lawsuit is done, but they took it. It's not ours anymore. The Republican Party, that's what this podcast stands for. The Republican Party. <laughs> it's not ours. Yep. We deserve <laughs> <Yep>. it. <laughs> we deserve uh, this, dude. We really do. Uh, it sucks because Carrie Lake is like, there's just, how many ladies like Carrie Lake, talking about lesbians, are making their way into government like what the hell not enough not enough there's, there's not, not enough, enough gop sure. babes that i want to bury my face in their tits <laughs> well that not enough they a lot of them lost mm-hmm. you got boobert 
Laura Bubert. Yep. You, uh, did she lose America's America's mom, Lauren Bubert? Dude, hold on, Bubert. Did we ever actually figure out if she was secretly an adult actress or not? Of course she is, dude. She's an actress to this day. She just isn't an adult one anymore. She's an actress to this day, dude. Wow. I know uh, MTG, our our lady MTG, fucking uh-huh. nailed it. What'd she say? No, just in her election, she fucking swept it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What people don't understand is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Dude, and Marjorie Taylor Greene can kill people. Yeah. She's, a, she's a powerful force physically. Imagine, yep. imagine fucking Justin Trudeau. Having a squ- having a squibble up to Marjorie Taylor Greene as our president, who we who I voted for. Imagine that. And I think uh, I think Kevin McCarthy is the House Majority Leader now. Allegedly. Whoever the fuck that is. Yeah, I don't know who he is, but fuck I know that, that he's saying some good that. shit. He wants to uh, kick Elon Omar off the foreign relations. <laughs> um, she foreign should relations be on committee. there. What do you mean? Yeah, she this should is be like on there. it's. It's one of the many instances where, like, the outcome is good, but the reason for for that outcome is something that we probably don't agree with. I want like I am all for kicking kicking the squad out of whatever, like disenfranchising them. Wow! But not because they don't support Israel. Well, look. (laughs) So McCarthy's been House leader before, and he was an absolute cuckold then. This dude's he's not based in any way, shape, or form. You know, speaking from the perspective that someone would want Republican results, which I am not married to. Sorry, broke kayfabe. Oh, edit it out. That's disappointing. Yeah, Yeah, we may have to do an edit on that pause. I'm sorry. But seriously, (laughs) McCarthy sucks. McCarthy fucking sucks, man. Yeah. A lot of these guys suck. That's my that's my take. Uh, A lot of these guys are suckish. They're bad. My litmus test is if I don't know about them, they probably suck. If I haven't heard about them somewhere for doing something ridiculous or base, then yeah, they. I'm assuming that they're fucking terrible. I'm going to play an audio clip. Hold on. This is alarming to me. I don't like what's going on here. I went from being a multi-billionaire to not being able to use my Apple Pay. Four nights ago, I couldn't use my Apple Pay because... Somehow Adidas was able to legally go in and freeze my money. And when I see this, I think, well, if this could happen to me, this could happen to other Americans. And for what? Uh, the whole, like, does that ring of a political advertisement to you? The manner of speaking there? I think that's just how he speaks. Like, Every time he speaks, I get inspired to do some type really? of activism. Really? Are you going to vote for him if he runs? No. no. No? You would think he would be your guy. I mean, he is my guy, but I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to vote in the fucking, I don't know. You're not gonna it vote, depends. You're not going to join the precinct strategy for 2024? Um, I don't know. All right. Well, all right. Uh, I don't know. It rings of a political advertisement for me, and I think we could be seeing Mr. West announce potentially that he's running for the presidency. Um, I, I, we got to get Carr's opinion on this, of course, but I think the show. We'll ba- I mean, we'll back him if he, you know, we'll back him. Oh yeah, right. 
I yeah. have no problem endorsing him. I just, I don't know. Okay. We'll back him. I don't know about, to. like, going all the way up to the fucking polling center and voting for him. <laughs> Is it far away and you got to get through a lot of people? When <laughs> it's like a mile and a half. <laughs> yeah. Course. I thought you were going to say something that was distinctly not um, voting there, Aaron. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I pictured that statement going a whole different direction. <laughs> I almost thought we were going to go to uh, have a world war there, fellas. I thought we were. Gonna... I was fairly confident that we'd pussy out. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was too over the top to think that, like, I mean, there's, oh, we are there sorry. is still it's apologies. We, that needs to be followed. We shoot rocket into uh, your farm. Apologies. That's what they did. Yeah. These Ukrainian guys, they, like, blew up a farm full of people, and they were like, it's a mistake. We're sorry. Yeah. Whoops, we meant to shoot in the complete opposite direction. My bad. How do you do that? <laughs> Somebody's got to get fired for that. I, I doubt it. Somebody's Nobody get, got fired. Nobody got fired for blowing two people up. Yeah, that's pretty standard fare. <laughs> I mean, what would that say if 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 any anyone to do with America were to like press anybody on that? All, they would have so much ammo to be like, oh yeah, let's take a look at any number of your drone strikes and the collateral that they did. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> Nah, they don't care. Nope. It's amazing how how few people we've drone struck. See, it, my thing is, if if they would have just kept drone striking people, we'd be desensitized because we yeah. were. But if we drone strike somebody now, it, if it makes it into the news, it's going to be a big problem. Oh yeah, Pe do you people think are so? Desensitized. Yeah, and I'm coming you know, out for, for more. I mean, I'm the drone campaign more. in Somalia never stopped. Did you guys see they that? They don't even tweet report last on week? those, though. No, no. But that's what I'm report? saying. Some yeah. s some spook ass government agency literally tweeted a map of the Somali drone strike campaigns. <laughs> <laughs> I think the tweet ended up deleted after a few hours, but they literally just put it out there. Do you feel like what the else? the anti war movement is is like doing the worst it's done in decades? I think anti-war is on I, I tend right to agree now. with uh, and that hurts some of the to more say, right wing people that the anti-war movement was. Yeah. Wait, pause. Say that again. I just generally believe that the anti-war movement's on life support right now, and it has yes. actually been for a couple years at this point. Yeah, that's really sad to see. Yes. Yeah. Big time, and it's something to consider because we haven't. Uh, there hasn't been a war. Uh, forget who wrote it, but there's a there's this uh anyway the idea that like yes we are fighting wars, but they used to not be televised, so they used to be just like this far off thing, far away. You think about it, then they became televised, and everybody became very anti-war. Now mm. it feels like you only see war footage on tw and on Twitter, and you have to get increasingly good at finding that stuff. Yeah, um, and then having it bombard your face. It's and your it's senses. come full circle to like the 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 movie previews, like from World War One and World War Two. Like you you get your war update like for five minutes before a movie, before your actual entertainment, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. is exactly what Twitter is. 
Like you'll scroll through your timeline for if entertainment you're looking. and then happen to get some war news. If you're looking. If you're looking. And most Americans are not looking. What I'm saying is they have successfully uh, made so many wars over there. Yeah. Like there's no, not anywhere near as much of a sensation that the people who are over there are part of here. That the war is really at home because we're at war over there. And we need to and we need to be proactive in changing the circumstances and getting people out of the war. That's just like gone. Yeah. There's no it's it's 100 percent. The way that people look at war now is like a job. It's I think like a the job uh, that some people who are brave go out and go do and whatever they're doing over there. We don't need to pay attention, even though yeah. obviously any halfwit would know that. All citizens have a vested interest in whatever's going on when it comes to war. It's very yeah. expensive. Just to be totally pragmatic and not care about uh, citizens or other rights of people, it's expensive as fuck to go to war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the, the general thought, on, at least from the dissident right people I know, is that the anti-war movement never was never actually anti-war. It was just anti anti our enemies controlling the war chest, which is ridiculous to think about in my opinion. I mean, that really impugns the honor of people like Scott, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, with exceptions. I I think you're totally right in that the quote unquote dissident right thinks that. And I think more than anything that proves what a jackasses a lot of them are, you know, those people were fashionably anti-war there for a while under the end of Obama Mm -hmm. and for a little while while they were feeling themselves under Trump and trying to build a coalition for their agenda, but they were never meaningfully committed to being anti-war. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, it was more, it was more rolled into an American uh, America first thing where like, we Mm -hmm. want to avoid protracted wars like Afghanistan, which by the way, which, which by the way, I think that's is if we talk about a tent, the size of the tent, I think mm-hmm. that's that's enough to kind of make a coalition uh with yeah. all sorts of people. Is is that that's definitely enough. Is that I, I mean yep. I still think there's room for a uh right wing anti war coalition. I don't know what happened to the left wing one. Honest to God, I, I don't go over there and pay too much attention. I mean I think it's it might more be vibrant. Cynical. It might be cynical, but now that they're in charge like institutionally, it's time to back off that. <laughs> I mean, you mean being anti-war or what do you mean? Like well, um, being anti-war in the criticism of the current regime, which is, you know, very um, beneficial to their ends. It's well, the you, same exact that? deal. There's an actual anti-war left that got cast off as soon as they filled their purpose, which is something that power and analysis theories mm-hmm theorists get right you know the anti-war is not meaningfully yes. allowed to have power they're only used for their votes yes yeah. yep yeah uh well i definitely think strategies uh need to change that's for sure um yeah. i think if more dissident right-wingers knew about people like scott horton then um maybe maybe that would inform them a little better but i think a lot of people just don't know about them well, I mean, left from the left and right from the right, I don't know if that's exactly a Scott thing, but that's definitely something that works. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and so yeah, I mean, that's part of the coalition building process. I still think there is 
uh, a mechanism by which we can reduce the amount of wars we get into. Um, yeah. I think there's still a healthy enough mechanism for that, that it should be being used out of like a sense of decency, I guess, mm-hmm. which is, you know, you can be obligated not to my idea of that, certainly. But like in my mind, it's just decent to, to be like, hey, we should minimize the number of violent conflicts we get into. And I do think most people still fundamentally uh, agree with that. I, I, yeah. I do. I think 9-11 was a big excuse. You know what I mean? Like it was a big, well, now we have to go and get revenge and stuff like that. And that's when everybody switched. But uh, unless they do another um, red flag like that, I mean, it's, you know, it's uh, yeah. it's difficult to convince people to be particularly pro-war. So they're kind of just making war invisible mm-hmm. and turning it into like a star war is like a startup company that you hear yeah. about every now and again. That's exactly and, what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would on be the news every now and see. again. You're like, oh, there's the progress on that. And you don't have a personal investment in its success or failure anymore. It's very weird to me. There was a uh, Qatari government official that posted something to the effect of like, you know, um, for all the Westerners coming here and wanting to wear a rainbow flag shirt, you know, in, in our stadium, like you are not, you are not the beacon of human rights. You are not the beacon of uh, morality. And um, so, like, basically, when you come to our country, you have to respect our culture and our laws, which makes sense. And the replies from, like, these shit-lib fucking, um, uh, like, mostly American middle-aged bug men, um, I can see how, I can see, like, 10 years in the future, how all of these, quote-unquote, human rights actions, um, pretenses for war get started. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd love to see the overlap between people who protested the Iraq war <laughs> and people in those replies saying that human rights are non-negotiable. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a weird expectation too, like you were mentioning about uh, being, uh, I don't know that the Qatari government does something, has some opinion. And like mm. you say, the comments are going, going wild. I do yeah. think somewhere on the left, there's a uh, lack of an ability to grapple with the different civilizations. Like yes. whatever the left has is fully tooled towards manipulating Western civilization. Yeah. Tr- Trotsky, There's a lot of like other Trotskyism. Uh, yeah, actually, I mean, I think that is the strategy of a lot of a, a lot of the the leftists. I guess you call them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something more than that. It's a particular yeah, kind of activist leftist. Progressive internationalism. Yeah. World Economic so, Forum. Was stuff. Trotsky the internationalist or was that Lenin? No, Trotsky was the internationalist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Lenin Lenin believed that you could uh, you know, take advantage of uh, nationalist nationalist sentiments in order to further communism. I am not as versed in my Russian revolution as I know you guys are. I had to ask. Yeah, it's 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 it, d- depending on like what year the excerpt from Lenin was written, it's either like, you know, we can we can use nationalism for like to transition to communism, or nationalism is terrible and nationalists need to be executed. <laughs> we are, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're 
I think that the the approach if you're on the left is to keep to keep doing I'm going to say a Kamala Harris quote to keep doing what you've always been doing because the time to do that is now. I think that if you're on the so left, true. <laughs> this strategy of taking over institutions, mm-hmm. um, of giving people a religion uh, that they'll fight for, um, I think you're setting up a pretty powerful device for taking down various civilizations. I think yes. rights, rights consciousness is very powerful. Um, oh, for the West, absolutely. Oh, I think now, it's, it's so universally a powerful thing. It just it depends on what the rights are. This might be a very interesting point in history where the religion of progressivism bumps up against the actual religion of Islam. Oh, are you going to Andrew Tate on us? Uh, no, I, I don't really know a whole lot about him. I don't Did you guys him. see there's a photo of him going around slamming shots right after he converted yes. to Islam? Uh, yes. I did see yes. that, yeah. Yeah. On an airplane. Yeah, well, he's been very enthusiastic. That, he's been very enthusiastic about Islam. Um, yeah. Wasn't he like an Orthodox convert too? You know, you know what is weird. Though? He tried to be for a little bit. He tried to be. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> I don't know what he is. Yeah, it turns out that. catechism's hard. <laughs> um, I. Uh, what's weird is that the the revolution type situation that's going on in Iran is not being covered at all. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what that doesn't work out in the grand scheme that we've painted. Yeah. And I don't know why. Yeah, on the one hand, if it was succeeding, then it would be all over the place. But on the other hand, if they were getting brutally repressed, then that would be all over the place. All over the place. So maybe it's just not going anywhere. Is it not actually happening? Yeah, that's another possibility. It just kind of was a a week-long thing where people protested and maybe those people disappeared and nothing to talk about anymore. It's amazing the darling that the Ukraine so, has become. Do you guys yeah. remember in early 2020 before they rolled out COVID when they were trying to do a central bank revolution in Iran? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this just part two of that or do you think this is a distinct entity? And is it Anglo-centric to think that we're involved? Like is one of your suggestions that it's the CIA involvement? Or ONI or one of the other spook groups, Air Force Intelligence. And further, I'm asking if that's overly Anglo-centric of me to think that they don't want change for themselves. Yes. They're everywhere, though, the CIA. They're everywhere. I think a lot of these start off as fringe minority movements and then are Mm -hmm. just fucking showered in money. A lot of money, dude, goes into it. Yeah. Huge amount of money. From the CIA, ONI, alphabet agencies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So maybe not entirely Anglo. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I think think so. I think there's a huge amount of money behind this stuff. But where's the paperwork? Uh, It exists as invoices to anonymous subcontractors. Yeah. Yeah, that's NGOs. exactly how the, that's exactly how they fucking got Nixon. Remember, 
they, they did used, what? They used ex-CIA agents who set up their own firm so that they could be billed as contractors for anonymous services to do Watergate. And they were doing it before then, so, too. And then these contracting firms just... Does nobody else get an email of the contract or like? Well, it's all just it's all just consulting or X Y Z bullshit that's got no actual indication of what it actually is. Yeah, it's all yeah. The, the contracts way. are written vaguely enough where like you know whatever services are rendered are just described in you know the yeah. scope of the contract uh-huh. is right. completely vague. Yeah, so we whoever gotta start approved, writing these fake fucking contracts. Where are all these yeah, people? Yeah, then whoever's know all in that stuff. approval chain just fucking rubber stamps yeah we got to become notaries no uh actually there is a story about a guy like sending invoices to these fortune 500 companies like accounts payable departments and Uh like just seeing if they'll pay it (laughs) oh well the guy at amazon a lot of money well there's a guy who did that to amazon he made a boatload of money before they caught him yeah there's there's been that story crops up once every few years it's amazing how often people actually get away with it. Those guys yeah, don't yeah. get caught until they get greedy. Well, it just tells yeah. you that the people at the top don't read their emails. <laughs> no. No, like... That's it. I, I'm in an approval chain for invoices, and I'll tell you right now, like, a lot of it's for, like, fucking legal work or, like, fucking development shit that I have no clue about, and I just hit approve. <laughs> Yeah, man, and the people at the top are not doing I I do believe there there's very few people who work very hard. A lot of people are like mailing in a lot of stuff. And I think yeah. that that's that's just the bosses too. Do you that's remember that 2 too. week period when they were trying to call that quiet quitting and shame the entire country for it? Well, yeah. The uh, the remote workers like they they've been on an attack to kill off rem- remote work. It's been an oh, aggressive yeah. attack for a while. Yep. Just because of that, yeah, yeah. The uh, you're starting to see uh, commercial office real estate prices kind of recover. Yeah. And which means which I directly so. correlates to they're doing a good job. I have a lot of money in those REITs. Huh. Yeah. The, the what? I have a lot of money in office building REITs, so I hope they do recover. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, it is not a thing of the future. Remote work. Um, no, like there is a there is a tangible decrease in productivity. Now, well, I w- well, yeah, but I will say, um, the the work environment has changed dramatically. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. changed. Um, it's not like what it was before COVID. It's not like what it was during COVID either. It's a a third Hegelian synthesis of the two, mm-hmm. if you will, which is honest to God an improvement in the working conditions of average Americans. But uh, (laughs) the economy (laughs) is not. The economy is not. The benefits of the new form of work are not tangible because the economy is fucked. Yeah. They're not tangible and they're also not evenly distributed. Uh, That's true as well. And it would be more, the, the potential would be more evenly distributed if the economy wasn't fucked. And there was more money to spend with the promise of there being more money in the future to earn. Uh, And there's none of that. We're fucked. I think we're in a depression. You think so? We've been in a depression. No, yeah. No, I mean, it. that's not a thing that's been called yet. A 
lot of people are still saying we haven't hit the recession phase yet. It, I, I, I gotta think we're like, we're gonna be looking back and going, oh, there's the spike and then the the bust. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. I think it just recently has happened. Yep. No, I can tell you from what I'm hearing at work, like just second, third hand from the investor side, is that uh, things are starting to tighten up. Oh yeah. I don't think it'll be a long one, though. I think uh, they'll come up with some fucking insane strategy that that makes the market go hyper, and then it blows up and people start shooting one another in the streets. It it depends. I think it it mostly depends on this coming election cycle. Like, who do, you, who, a, who, who, who do we got? Who do we got? We got fucking Trump and Biden, probably. Oh, and you and your Trump and, and, uh, and who do you think does it? Who do you think brings us? Like is the new Reaganomic guy? Who's the new guy with the new economic plan? Is it Biden or is it Trump? Oh yes. Do we yep. really have to have another cycle of the eternal boomer? <laughs> and and he's related to Pelosi. Mm. He's blood Pelosi blood. Wait, yep. who is? Gavin Newsom is Pelosi blood. Oh. <laughs> Somebody told I, me that recently. Uh, I mean, if it's true, that would sure explain a lot, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, he's related to her, and her last name obviously isn't Pelosi. Right. Her husband is the Pelosi. Um, but yeah, just wanted to check on that to be sure. Did yeah, they ever just, figure out what was going on with his, oh my God, illegal immigrant broke in and tried to hug or hammer me thing? Paul Pelosi? No, that yeah. story went away when enough yeah. got revealed that it was basically uh, like some weird. Let's be honest, fellas. It was a sex thing. Yeah. It totally was. It was a sex thing, and and even some, by the official story, even by the home. official story, the dude didn't try to attack him until after the cops showed up. So what sense does yes. that make? <laughs> and that's the yes. official story. Let alone what actually happened. This is fucking. It, there's something weird going on, or maybe. That guy is his bull. I don't know. And Nancy's getting it from the back. I have no, I don't know. I there was something very strange about. I think either way, it makes for a very good story. Very good story <laughs> for the show. Yes. Like Certainly. If that guy was there to kill Nancy Pelosi, cool. <laughs> if he was there to fuck Paul Pelosi's ass until it bleeds, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I'm thinking there's more of like a he's he's fucking Nancy. No, I think she was out of town at the time. Yeah, Nancy wasn't there. Maybe they were discussing a plan for a future fuck. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he that said something be. out of line, like, does Nancy have a sister? And Paul <laughs> was like, Dog me ha I'll hammer that ass, brother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Paul's a wily guy. He's a drunk, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> a wily alcoholic, dude. He is. I, I expect Paul Pelosi to me is like, you want Paul Pelosi and Hunter Biden at the party? Yeah, for sure. Those two dudes know how to throw back shots. Uh, they know how to just do a lot of coke, and they know how to have a fun fucking time. I think. Yeah, I think they're fucking party animals. Animals, dude. I think so too. Savages. Yeah. 
And that's why they're friends of the show. Remember, they <laughs> both of those yeah. guys are friends of the show. And like Xi Jinping <laughs> is like, we're kind of I'm kind of like losing affection for him when you got all these like party dudes out there who are really like holding it down in their own sectors. Yeah, I'm hoping we have like a major incident in like the South China Sea sometime this week just to bring Ooh, him back yeah, in our good graces. A little G little flex of those muscles because he's got yeah. him under that suit. Oh yeah. But he likes like, the but he likes being a diplomat too much and he needs to go back to being a bad guy. Yeah. I feel like he's like, the type of dude who could be pretty good at axe throwing or was once oh, upon a time. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I that's going totally back to the supervillain energy thing, but I think that's yeah. something he can do pretty well. He's a guy with no muscle definition, but like huge biceps. Yeah, like there's no muscle; it's just it's just a flat, flat slab of meat, but it's yep. big. It's like, and you're like, "Whoa, dude, you got biceps!" I'm telling you, he's got like that that low center of gravity, and he can just <laughs> lift up a car. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, Aaron, you better believe that center of gravity is real low. Really <laughs> low. So, and it swings from left to right. Um, <laughs> also, the dragon, they call him. Hmm. They refer to him as the dragon. We yep. hope for the best. I mean, we hope for the best because it's best for the show. Yep. It's best for the show. Thanks to all the listeners for uh, attending our... Um, annual corporate sales all hands um we appreciate it we hope that you learned a lot from our discussion here today uh aaron do we have any updates on your new okrs that we've assigned you um yeah i'm well on my way to uh meeting or exceeding all of them oh great that's awesome i'll make sure to eventually check in on that and not because i'm too afraid to see the results oh yeah follow up yeah follow up is very important yeah I, uh, I will. And pause. Did we get a? Have we had any resolution on the noise coming from the basement? Yeah, it was a bum, but the thing is, the bum was possessed. It's all right. Oh. I got it out of there. We're good. Ah. You, did you the get, demon that is not the yeah, bum. The bum, the is, bum still is still down there, there, but it's not possessed. He's so not screaming fine. anymore. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does the Lutheran Church have an office of exorcism? You know, really interesting thing about that, and I could probably do another 30 to 40 minutes on that. <laughs> so, time we got? <laughs> yeah, it, it's up to you guys if you want to get into that subject. Let's hear it. But uh, I remember the there's, 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 there's been times in the past where we've done body. an hour of episode. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry, pause. Go. I was just going to say there's no centralized body, and with his fearful and weak as some pastors are these days, most of them get kicked immediately to the Catholic Church anyways. And I think that shows a real weakness of faith. There's absolutely no reason a Lutheran pastor could not do an exorcism, but they all seem to be deathly afraid. In fact, wow. the case that the exorcist movie was based on, it was based on a real exorcism. And that case was originally referred to a Lutheran pastor who then basically shit his pants and said, go find the Catholic priest for the area. Yeah. Wow. And huh. I'm still a little salty about that, because there's no reason that he couldn't have grabbed his Bible, trusted in God the Father, and just done it. Let's get him in. Let's get him to take a look at the bum. See, my, my thought on that would be, yeah, that is 
that is, I guess that would be a sign of weakness, but you know, as, as I grow older, I I'm recognizing the benefit of deferring to, to expertise. <laughs> sending the, sending the caustic stuff over to yeah. the, the other team yeah. and being like, Hey, figure yeah. that out, please. Yeah. Like you, you've been in this business twice as tw- like long, longer than I've Just been alive. Just figure it out. Just figure yeah. it out. Uh, so I could, I could see both. I, I guess I could Sup- see both. Supreme both delegation. All right. Well, um, pause. We will, we'll get some more updates. We'll get a couple of professionals in some dowsing rods, maybe. Oh, I don't really, go. I don't really that know how those fun. work, but let's get, let's get, uh, those down there. Yeah. And, um, I, I got a Buddhist coming in. He's going to take a look too. Just, just, uh, he's going to make his, it worse. He's going <laughs> to, I, expe- I expect a statue or two will be put down and let's just let the guy, you know, maybe it's some sort of thing that they know about. Let's just, all I'm saying is let's try all our options. I told you about the Buddha statue on my back porch, right? Yes, you, you haven't did. told the audience. That was a great story. Yeah, so uh, my fiance's had this Buddha statue that I fucking hated, and I told her like I'm, like I I'm gonna throw this in the woods. I I don't want it like in my yard. And <laughs> at one point, I did throw it in the woods. She went back and got it, put it back on the deck. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I woke up on a Sunday morning, was looking at my, looking out my back porch, drinking my coffee. And there it was, fucking crumbled. And I sent a picture in the in the boys' chat. How does how does she know you didn't crumble it? Uh, there's, I don't know. Like, there's just it, it was it was starting to crack anyways. So, yeah. But how I don't does know. but how I, does she know you didn't crumble it? I guess she never. I don't know. I said like I. That's how I put it. Like na- nature did the work. God God did the work for me. And what do you think did it? Oh, just uh, water penetration. Just from the heavy rain one day. Just from like the freezing and thawing, and then and, uh, the, and the constantly just being, being outside. thrown, constantly being. Thrown I'm sure around. The, I'd like to think the throwing had something to do with you know, adding adding stress fractures to it. I hope she fucking replaces it with a like a hideous statue. <laughs> What's that fucking Babylonian god? <laughs> yeah, yeah, from the like Exorcist the, the movie. Fish god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever the, the statue from the Exorcist movie. Suzu. Gets put <laughs> yeah, right. Pazuzu. Exactly. No, it's Pazuzu. <laughs> Pazuzu. Well, all right, fellas. Um, I think we've done well so far. Uh, well, the last topic of discussion for today, and Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Of course. Yes. What are you thankful for? I'll start. I am thankful for the news cycle. Um, We are getting some premier content out there. Uh, We got a war going on. A lot of great jokes from that. We got some absurd topics. A lot of things that are just making it easy to make a podcast. So... Here's to Western civilization, fellas. The collapse means content is what it means. Aaron, what are you thankful for? Oh, I am thankful that my will to live has exceeded my will to kill myself these last two weeks. Because that's <laughs> the end of the day. That's good for the show. 
Yeah. <laughs> a thing I think a lot of people agree with you about. Pause. Mm -hmm. What about you? I'm thankful for the listeners. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna put sound effects in the background of this episode, and that's gonna get a that's gonna get a <laughs> massive cheer. <laughs> I'm very thankful for the select committee as well. Yeah, well, I'm much more thankful for the select committee. Yeah, I'm thankful for the select committee, but to the listeners, eh. Yeah. Podcasting into the void. <laughs> it's a sickness, for sure. It's a sickness. Yep. Dissociative. Um, indeed. Uh, keeps you ants on the wheel. Kakao! Thanks. That's good. Yeah. <laughs>